Feather the brake and get back to the gas. Dan and Dirk are headed into turn three on the front stretch. Welcome back into the front stretch, rolling into turn number three, and it's time for another Quaker Steak and Lube track champion interview. Monday on the 21st, back in uh, December, that was the year to forget in 2020, we sat down at Quaker Steak and Lube and uh, talked with several of the Shelby County Speedway track champions. We should say that we extended an invitation to Jim Tease. Unfortunately, he was not able to make uh, contact with us. It is not that he is banned from the show. We already know there's one person banned from the show. It is not Jim, T Jim Tease. Uh, Jim is welcome to join us, and hopefully we can get him on the show at another time. And Chuck Madden couldn't make it out at the last minute, too, so we'll try and hook up with him at a, at a later date. That dang work always gets in the way for people. I don't know why. Somebody, not for me. Somebody that was able to join us on the show and is joining us now in turn number three is your Grand National Late Model Track Champion, Taco Todd Bell. Now, is it just taco or is it the hot taco? You know, it kind of goes either way. Uh, <laughs> it started out at taco and then over the years kind of got to hot taco. Well, depending I think, on the temperature outside. I think winning the championship, you definitely earned the, the acronym hot. I yeah, mean, maybe. So it's that may have now stuck because you are a track champion. Yep. Uh, finally. A, <laughs> finally. It's not a nachos loco or anything no, like no, that? No, no, no. Got to stick with the taco. Well, a little loco. <laughs> no nachos. Got a race car. <laughs> uh, Todd Bell joining us on the show now. Now, down at Shelby County Speedway, I know it, at I-80, it's the Bragg and Wright Grand National Late Models. What is it officially titled at Shelby County? Is it, are they do? Uh, it's just the IMCA Late Model. Okay. Yep. And it's a limited late model class, limited restricted engine to keep the cost in it. And you've been racing the late model class for several years. Yeah, I was thinking about that today, how long I've been racing. And, and I kind of decided that, uh, you know, the first year I started out at Sunset Speedway in the cruiser class. So I don't know if you can count that as a race season. Absolutely. Uh, so I think this would have been my 21st year racing. Wow. And I can't even tell you when I went to late models. It was 2006, 2007. Who'd you race there. with in the cruisers? Actually, my ex-wife. <laughs> Did you race against her? No, Is that she the reason was, why she's she, your ex-wife? <laughs> she ran the gas pedal, I ran the steering on the brake, oh, and now that's, that's why. Yeah. Okay. At least he didn't give her the steering wheel. <laughs> she's, so. Well, there's so many jokes to go there for a divorce. Yeah, yeah. We'll, let's we'll leave, leave that alone. alone. <laughs> I'm just going to take another drink, and we'll let it go. But uh, uh, Todd Bell, driver in the number 1150. You've told me this story a couple of times, and I've forgotten every time. Give me the, 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 the uh, story behind the 1150. So it came out uh, several years ago. I think probably one of the first years I ran the... Crate late models at I-80 for the Cornhusker Classic, and and one of my sponsors came up and said, "What do you need for the, for this weekend?" I said, "Well, I could use some tires." And he said, "I've had a joke with one of the old announcers out there, old Stroker." So I was always going to yeah. change my number to 1150. He goes, "I never did it." He goes, "I'll buy you tires if you change your number to 1150." I said, "Why 1150?" And he said, "Well, what's my company name?" I said, "MCL Construction." He goes, well, there you have it. Huh. It took me a little while to figure out. He, he finally said, you know, what's the Roman numerals for 1150? So it just kind of stuck. Uh, he's been a great sponsor ever since, and so that's kind of why it stuck. Do you know why he chose MCL as a company name? Yeah, it was Myers, Carlisle, and Leapley. So then he just transformed into Roman yeah. numerals. So which C one right. of the M, the C, or the L? Pardon me? Which one was it, the M, the, the C, or the L? The L? Leapley? Yeah, the Leapley, yeah. yeah. Gary Leapley, who used to race yeah. late models at I-80 years ago. 
Which so. is back in Stroker's days, not like right. this. Right, right. Pre-Dan pre days. Seven races on the year. Ended up uh, with four top fives and seven top tens. I know it came down to you and Brandon Saltzman, the final race, and he had a little bit of bad luck. You were able to capitalize, have a consistent race, and end up taking the championship. Yeah. Uh, you know, going over that, that final night... Uh, we were up pretty late the night before. We were actually racing at I-80 and, no. and kind of got taken out, and we oh. had a lot of work to do. And I think I finally went to bed about 4 or 4.30 in the morning and got the car back together, uh, got over there. But, you know, we really messed up in the heat race that night, ended up starting dead last in the feature, and I thought, I got a lot of the ways to go here to catch him. And Did you think you'd given it away at that point? I... <sighs> I don't want to say I think I thought I gave it away, but I knew I had a lot of work in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way the track was working that night, I think it was coming to us to what the changes we made. And I told my guys, I said, I'm making the move on the first lane. I'm going first lap. I'm going right to the high side because I know everybody's going to dive the bottom. And, and they did. And I went around the high side and you know, went into three. And I think I was up to fifth already. And I knew the 98 was behind me. I thought, okay. Now I just got to keep him back there. Yeah. Well, then the caution light came out. And I thought, oh, boy, I just showed everybody where to go. <laughs> so did it so reset you then, or, it, or were you it able It reset to... us. Um, oh. And unfortunately for Brandon, uh, he was part of the caution. And so I knew he was going to be behind me. Uh, but he ended up having some electrical uh, problems and couldn't finish. But, uh, but yeah, once, I, once that caution came out, I just said, okay, I just got to keep him behind me. Yeah. Whatever you do. Or even a car or two in front of me. I think there was three points, maybe difference. So, did you have the lead going into the final night? Or I, he I did it? have the lead. Okay. Uh, like I said, it was a real small one. I think it was three points over Brandon, and I think five points over Nick Deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick wasn't there that night, so uh, yeah, just I didn't, you know, like I said, I didn't want to think I lost it, but I knew I had some work cut out. Did you know when the caution came out? Obviously, you would have when you came around the caution lap, so he was involved in that caution. You know, I, I didn't at first. Uh, by the time we came back around, he had actually pulled up uh, on the backstretch there, and official was looking at his car, and I thought, well, maybe he wasn't really involved, but he stopped afterwards, and... We made a few caution laps, and I came around. I saw him on the pit on the pit road there, you know, where they have that on the front stretch, and and that's when I thought, okay, now I know he's behind me because he pulled in to the pit work area. Mm-hmm. So that took a little bit of pressure off, uh, but I knew I couldn't just relax and go for a joyride. Yeah. So. Ended yeah. up getting the track championship, and uh, congratulations on that. Like I said, I know you've been fighting for it for a long time, and, and you've been one of those guys that I've always enjoyed. Obviously, I've, I've, ter- I've, I've bent a few elbows with you at, at your pits and enjoyed some great wings from Oscars. Oscars Pizza and Sports yeah. Grill, yep. Yeah. Uh, it, one, the only wings I will take other than Quaker Steak and Lube, the only other places, because they're pretty good. I still stick to my guns at Quaker Steak's a little bit better, but that's your sponsor. I'm not going to put you in a yeah. bind yeah. there. But well, you know, they're Q39. the best in Omaha. Quaker's has the best and Council Bluffs. How about that? I agree with that. And <laughs> I will agree that the Q39's Q39. got the best in Kansas City. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> if they're in Omaha, I would add another eight pounds to my waist. Uh, I'm telling you, those things are so baked, good. Baked, broiled, and fried. Each wing. Each wing. Not your oh, choice. Wow. And the, the amount way. of flavor is insane. Anyways, mm. Quaker Steak and Lube's got some fantastic wings. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to see you win that because I see you as just the blue collar racer you have got a nine to five job sometimes well it's not nine to five you're not a banker it's 
<laughs> seven to, to, to five, yeah, seven to, to six. Five, yeah. yeah. And sometimes longer hours. You get to the racetrack when your work allows you to, and you're able to put into your car what your budget allows you to. So I, I see you very much as a blue-collar driver. Yeah, you know, I've... That's part of the reason why I'm not running with the SLMR anymore. You know, we started out doing that for a while, and, and of course, back when diesel fuel was $4 a gallon, it was tough to go a couple mm-hmm. hundred miles and back, you know. So, and with the sponsors, you know, they wanted me racing local and everything because all my sponsors are local, family-owned businesses. So that's when we went into the crate class. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, you know, pretty much everything is goes to that and and spend a lot of time in the shop during the week and and it's it it's got to be just a i would assume probably a tick more than a hobby for you it's competitive you want to be good at it but you can only give it so much attention each week (laughs) it's funny people ask me about that you know because i i did start out at i-80 when they first after sunset closed and i went to the hobby stocks and people say how much more expensive this is than the hobby stock was and after i sit back and look it really wasn't Again, back then, the economy was really good. Had a lot of sponsorship help, and I had two cars back then running two, three nights a week, and and now doing, I'm basically racing on the same budget now as I did, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Winning uh, still yet and in, uh, in picking up track championships. Once again, won the uh, track championship 2020 at Shelby County Speedway. Uh, good year for you, consistent year, and, and you were right there when it mattered. And, and I don't know, are you one of those guys that wants to be more talented or more lucky? Well, everyone wants to be lucky every <laughs> once in a while. Uh, well, you got, you, know, lucky, it, you got lucky with the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need any luck in racing then. Well, I always need some luck in racing. <laughs> Everybody needs luck in racing. Uh, you're right, though. It was a consistent year out there. And I, I remember the first or second, I think it was the second night out there, the head officials from IMCA showed up, and they were teching all of us and everything. And they said, you know, if you make it every week and you finish every week, you have a really good shot at winning a championship. And that night after the championship, we were on the way home talking to my crew guys, and I, I started thinking about it. You know, I said, I think I was the only car that did not have a DNF this whole year at, at Shelby County wow. Speedway. So, uh, yeah, again, consistency can win championships. Didn't have yeah. any feature wins, which yeah, I wish I would have had one or two of those, but uh, consistency pays off. Well, that and all the work in the shop during the week. That's where the championships won. Yeah. Tuesday night, Wednesday night. What about Sunday, Monday, Thursday, <laughs> Saturday afternoon? <laughs> if you can't do it on Tuesday or Wednesday, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> He's doing those and then some, too. Uh, and it's probably just one of those things. You finish dinner and you got a little time. You're like, I'll go tinker in the garage for an hour, hour and a half. You know, it. it yeah, it is. Um, no, it's I'm going to the garage, honey. Bring my dinner <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a lot nicer here the last six years uh got my shop right at my house now so yeah i can eat dinner and the garage and uh just go out and work for a few hours and and be good to go oh sorry everyone's talking to me about something yeah. funny i know i'm hearing there, things everywhere too. is there a refrigerator with beer out in the garage yeah too? we might have a couple beers in okay. there yeah the shop's noted known as club 1150 oh okay uh, once the race car stuff done yeah there's might be a few beer cans coming out <laughs> maybe a few chuck norris's i can't imagine yeah Sounds you've like been a- to the trailer you know yeah. how about an 1150 <laughs> podcast <laughs> i don't need another podcast in my life <laughs> 
By the time we're ready for a podcast at Club Land 50, we probably no one would understand what we're saying. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure the internet would allow that either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the FCC censors us, the internet would censor the 1150 yeah, I, podcast. <laughs> can't deny that. <laughs> All right, uh, Todd Bell, driver of the 1150, bragging and right, late model at I-80 Speedway, the IMCA late model at Shelby County Speedway, won the track championship in 2020. What are your plans for 21? Assuming we're all back to normal-ish. Yeah, that'd be nice to get back to normal. Right. Um, <laughs> as normal as anything. Uh, right. Normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think right now is basically the same as last year. Run weekly at I-80, weekly at uh, Shelby County. You know, maybe try to catch a few other races here and there. I just actually, I don't get on the internet a whole lot anymore. I'm out in the shop, you know, yeah. working on the car every night and then maybe having a few cocktails after the club. But I just saw today Bristol's putting dirt on the track and I thought... Well, maybe can we have the car ready by March and let's go to Bristol. There is a bunch of sport mod guys around here because they're running Northern Sport Mod IMCA yeah. rules, and it's I keep seeing post after post of guys who got confirmed they're racing at Bristol. Yeah, they and they've got three late model classes: super late models, the 602 late model, and the 604 late model. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I kind of text my guys this afternoon and. They're all wanting to go. One wants to drive, but I said, well, if you buy another engine, we put it in my old race car, we can have two cars. So, <laughs> But I, I don't think that'll probably happen. Um, I think you I, could probably talk that in, talk Corey into going with you, couldn't you? Well, I probably could. Yeah, uh, she go. Might be a guy's trip, though. Oh, well, yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't think I have everything ready by then. <laughs> I, I think you could. A little extra time in Club 1150, yeah. you'll get her done. So I'll give some more of them sponsors. Why don't you thank a few of them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, my sponsors have been with me for a long time. Uh, a lot of them go back to when I first started in late models, but uh, Oscar's Pizza and Sports Grill, uh, Cohen and Kelly's Lounge, uh, Observatory Bar and Grill, the Dubliner Pub, uh, Natco Transport. I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, that kind of goes with Club 1150 there. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Trucking, uh, MCL Construction. I um, hope I'm not forgetting anybody there. So, uh, that's pretty much the majority of them. That, like I said, they've all been with me for a long time. They're all local, family-owned businesses. So, appreciate all the help that we can get to in those businesses. After 2020, he is known as the Hot Taco. Todd Bell joining us on the show in the 1150. Uh, Late model, congratulations on the championship, man. That was, that's great to see. All right, thanks, guys. Next one, win one and go to the banquet. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Bell joining us on the show, man. Again, congratulations on the win in uh, track championship. All right, thanks, guys, for we're, having me. We're going to take a break. We'll be back on the front stretch. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule, and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. 